0: wxdX FM Pittsburgh
1: last week I said the Pirates just would not trade for Chris Archer I said it on the show I said it on Twitter but the Pirates did trade for Chris Archer so all I can say is stick the hockey fat ass stick the porn fat ass Stick the pizza fat ass! Stick the deck hockey fat ass! Stick the strippers fat ass! And hey, one more thing Madden! You just made the list! Hey, I thought they wouldn't even get Kayla. And you know what? Neither did you. Most Pirate Fans were just hoping the team stood packed and didn't sell. Kayla was great. Archer was like dropping a bomb. The list brought to you by Matt Marks Plumbing. can on a name you could trust. Call 412 367 0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and air conditioning needs. So, will the Pirates make the playoffs this year? Will they be legitimate contenders for the division and front runners for a wild card next year? I say no to the former. I say yes if they return Corey Dickerson. And now that you've traded for Archer and Kayla, it wouldn't make any sense at all to not return Corey Dickerson. I think now you have to make a run the next two years after this one. That has to be your window. And you might think that makes up for having disassembled that 98-win team following the 2015 season. It doesn't. Because the team they should have had in 16 – is better than the team they have now and probably will have these next two seasons, although it could still be a playoff team. 412 is the number to call. Let's go to Tom Cat. Tom Cat, you're on the Mark Madden Show.
0: Hi, Mark. How are you? What up? So I'm wondering now with Neil Huntington really pushing his chips in for the first time, making a huge move, for the first time in his tenure, uh, at least bringing in talent instead of shipping it out. Does If we go back to the playoff years, specifically 2014, when we heard the same thing about David Price and they lost out at the end, does this sort of maybe validate when Huntington and the media said... No,
1: no, it, it doesn't have... validate. Uh, you're assuming he really wanted to make those deals back when. Okay, I I have always said that when it came time to bid for a guy like David Price, the goal was to just miss, to to impress your fan base with your effort. Uh, But uh, I don't think these deals make up for anything. I think as a standalone, getting Kalen, getting Archer, and having a better team that can contend for a playoff berth and at least stay in the race the rest of this season, I think that's great that Huntington did that. And when you stir these two deals in with having acquired Corey Dickerson uh, during training camp, I think he's done a marvelous job making some baseball deals. One thing it does do, it gives me a newfound respect for Neil Huntington's trading acumen as opposed to his acumen for just helping the team make as much money as possible.
0: Do you think that this move, when they do let Harrison go, who's probably the second most popular player? On the, will the fans take letting Harrison and Mercer walk after this? Depends year how now? they do
1: the rest of this year. Well, Mercer's going to be a free agent. Harrison, they still have two more years of him if they want him.
0: He's not worth 10 million. He
1: hits 250 with no power. Is it your money? Uh, it is not. Okay. And if he's not worth 10 million, who plays? who plays in his place? Who takes the spot? You could get a cheap, you, you could get a five million
0: dollars second baseman to put up the same numbers. I'm there. not
1: so sure about that. I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure you could get a five million dollar guy to put up the numbers Harrison did at his peak, which he may never reach again. I'm not so sure that five million gets you a guy who can literally play four or five positions like Harrison can. I do agree that Harrison's greatest value is as a super utility with a contending team. But maybe this turns into a contending team, and he could again play the role that fits him best. I wouldn't just arbitrarily assume that they should get rid of Josh Harrison. I think he's still useful if you want to win. And as I've often said, the less Harrison plays, the better he does. If he plays 100, 110 games, that's what Harrison has traditionally done best. Let's go to Seth and East Liberty. Seth, you're on the Mark Madden Show.
2: Double M, big fan, big fan. Right. Hey, um, you know I'm a big baseball fan. I have been for a lot of years. Um, I do agree with you uh, that the uh, the 16 team well, was our was our best shot, and we kind of missed it. Um, I am happy about the deadline moves that have been made, and obviously Dickerson has been a fantastic uh, member of our team. Well, well don't forget. Uh, let
1: I, me let me let me interrupt you for one second, Seth. As I said last week, if they had kept uh, Cole in half. From that, you know, if they were still on the team, their payroll would have still been in the bottom third. Before adding Archer and and Kayla, and and I venture to guess that with what Archer's making now, which is reasonable six point two five million, it would still be in the bottom third. I mean, had they done the right thing after fifteen, the team right now could be a powerhouse.
2: Uh, I agree, and that's kind of my point. I feel as if that you know this is a business, and I understand that. Uh sentimentality unfortunately has no place in the game anymore. Uh which definitely saddens me. But uh had we kept those two guys and let Morton throw the ball the way he wanted to, we could be contending for World Series every year.
1: Well Morton's a and... tough thing. Well, every year is tough uh in a market like this. I'll give I'll give the Pirates that much leeway regarding their spending. And uh Morton missed the whole year due to injury, so it's tough to predict with him. But could you imagine a a pitching rotation now that had had Hap? Let's just state Only half in addition to what they already got. Then again, he has foot and mouth disease. Is that what it is, foot and mouth disease? Did he put his foot in his mouth? Because i got to be honest. I'm not sure I want a guy on my team who puts his foot in his mouth. I don't know why he puts his foot in his mouth, but I do know it can lead to no good. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Apparently, Corey Dickerson's kid and Chris Archer... Do something called Thumbs Up Buttercup before games. Well, I'm obviously glad that they got him now. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Pirates fans shouldn't get it
2: twisted. Like, if Archer was making 13 or 14 a year, they wouldn't have done this. Um, The fact that it's such a team-friendly deal and – Whether they listen or they don't listen, the PR has been so bad that I think it was the right time for this reason. They offloaded the guys they needed to offload, whether Kutch and Cole wanted to be here. But I think they were worried about the Cubs and and Dynasty and how good they were. But they just see the division maybe, as of right now, to be very, very winnable in the next one or two years. Because the Cubs, to me... Aren't, you know, knights in shining armor like they looked they were going to be. With right, all those but, but guys. they'll
1: always add as much as they can to get the division. Yep. Yep, you're right. And they can do whatever they but want. But I, I think the Pirates can be a front runner for the wild card next year if they keep Dickerson. Yeah, and that's, you you would think. But then again, you
2: know, the financial flexibility and all those guys they got in the trade, the AAA guys that are hitting really well, Jason Martin, and I can't think of the other guy's name. Well, can to reiterate well.
1: what you said a moment ago. Uh, I do think they made these trades for baseball reasons, as evidenced by the fact that they're a couple really good baseball trades. But I also believe they did it because they were at the point of no return with fan trust. If they didn't make significant moves to reverse that, to regain some of the trust, I don't know if there's any way they could have done it easily moving forward. No, and
2: as, you know, maybe not in Cole's Cole's view and the way he's pitching in Houston – um, but if if Kutch never has a good year the rest of the way out, it's still kind of unforgivable for a guy that everyone loved. But if they contend with what they got and what they add, what they did yesterday, like you said, has gone a long way. Hasn't erased it. There's still a lot of mistrust, but it was a good day. It's like the Penguins on trade deadline in the last five or seven years. You know they're always going to do what they need to to win. Yesterday, for once, it felt like the Pirates were a part of that.
1: Good stuff, Virgil. Good call. 412 333 9939 is the number to call. Chris Archer said he chose 24 and not 22, as number in Tampa, out of respect for Andrew McCutcheon. Wow, this guy is kissing ass nonstop upon being traded to Pittsburgh, and I like it. 1059 the X. Genius, Mark Madden. Mark, big fan, big fan. Good show, like the uh, entertainment. there would be candy bars, lollipops, and the occasional nickel. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. I want your reaction to the bucko trades. Were you surprised? Are the Pirates now a playoff team? What odds do you give them on grabbing a wild card? And where will these trades leave them next year? Will they be legitimate division contenders now i know how the mind of a sports fan works and you're going to think that because the pirates added archer and kayla that they might go shopping for free agents in the offseason let's not forget the pirates were the only major league team that did not sign a major league free agent in the last offseason i see yesterday and those two deals as excellent moves but as a very temporary changing of philosophy designed to placate you so you don't expect this anytime soon, and I wouldn't expect it again anytime soon, if ever again. You know what will be an interesting scenario, though? And it might well play out. What if the Pirates are real close to a wild card again next year at the deadline? Do they go out and get help next year? Like they did this year. I think if they did, I think next year it would be rental guys. I don't think it'd be, you know, guys for the, relatively speaking, guys for the long term because you have Archer through 2021 at least and Kayla through 2020 at least. Uh, Chris Archer says he's going to warm up the black and yellow. That's mandatory, unquote. Kiss ass. Chris Archer also said. As soon as I put the uniform on, it fit. Literally and figuratively, unquote, kiss ass. Uh, Nesbit from the Post-Gazette reports, maybe he's just a real nice guy and this isn't kissing ass for the sake of PR. Uh, Nesbitt from the Post-Gazette says that Corey Dickerson is still aiming for a Saturday return. Josh Bell, with that oblique injury, uh, has yet to resume baseball activities but has experienced no setbacks. That's according to a pirate trainer, Todd Tomzik, as reported by Steven Nesbitt of the post-gazette. Those oblique injuries. I mean, when you swing the bat, so much of you do in baseball involves torque that involves the oblique. So uh, hopefully they get bell back ASAP because he is a very useful player has become that to be sure. Uh, By the way, we gave away those boxing tickets to WFC Boxing Saturday at the Meadows. Uh, Shane from Parksville won today. I think we're giving away more tomorrow. And then after that, I'll be in Vegas for a week, and I won't care at all. Let's go to Nick in Hampton. Nick, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? So, I'm not sure if
0: you're uh, privy to the situation or not, but Urban Meyer has been caught lying about
1: his uh, knowledge of a former assistant He, like, covered up that a former assistant coach committed domestic violence, right?
0: Yeah, and uh, Brett McMurphy was the first to kind of report that, and he asked text between Urban Meyer's wife. Okay, so what what
1: do we suggest should happen?
0: I mean, what happened to Truffle? They fired him over some tattoos. Yeah, I wouldn't fire Urban
1: Meyer. Sorry, I wouldn't. He, He covered up domestic violence. If he had said it happened, would it be any different? Probably not, but... Yeah, you know, you know what? I mean, it's like, would you have fired Rick Pitino at Louisville? No. And I wouldn't fire Urban Meyer at Ohio State. He's too good of a coach. But not, not what would you do. What do you think will happen? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think they'll fire him. I'll be very blunt, and I don't agree with this. Okay, let me let me offer the full disclaimer, because what I'm about to say is kind of crappy, but it's probably true. When it comes down to football... And winning or a woman getting battered, I think in the minds of the people who run Ohio State, that's not even a choice. They're going to pick football every time.
0: That's that's crazy, but you are right, and that's the reality of it.
1: It's the reality in a lot of places. Look at what happened at Penn State and for how long. Let's go to Jack in Dormont. Jack, you're on with Double M.
0: Hey, Mark, love your list yourself to spitting you or put me on that list, too.
1: Hey, as far right, as right. As the as the people who thought that was going to happen, who say they thought those trades were going to happen, Nobody. they're lying.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're
1: liabetic, exactly. suffering yeah. from diabetes.
0: And I think the fans actually forced their hand. I say the I, I think the
1: on. players did, uh, Jack. Yeah. I think when the players. I, I think Huntington opened his mouth like an idiot and said. This is the most important week of the season. If the players win, perhaps we'll add. Well, they yeah. not only won, but they won a lot, and then they kept winning. They called his bluff, and he had to do what he did. He had to do what he did. Because at that point, if you don't do what he did with those two trades, you lose the clubhouse and you lose the fans. And it would be hard to ever yeah. get either back. So hey, I just, I full just to have- kudos to the players. The yeah. players made this happen. I'm Great. not going to give Nutting... And Huntington credit, I'm gonna give the players all the credit. But I'm a
0: guy that knows the game of baseball, but knows nothing about the business of baseball. and I never got this player to be named later. Oh, does that mean Tampa's gonna be looking for a player with control and all of that? Or what's the exact It's
1: gonna be a prospect. It's not gonna be a top prospect. It's gonna be a relatively prominent prospect if it's not Pittsburgh Dad. I heard that Pittsburgh Dad is selling barbecue (laughs) sauce on a street corner this weekend, and they had to wait to get that out of the way before they could send him to Tampa. That dude ain't even
0: from Pittsburgh, man.
1: Isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's like from Steubenville or something. Uh, That's Pittsburgh, too. The burb of the burg. Burb of the berg, burb of the burg, burb of the burg. Let's go real quick to uh, Mike in Newcastle. Mike. Good day, Mr. Mann. Right. I want to
0: talk about uh, the Archer trade. Uh, a lot of people are curious why they made it because uh, they traded Garrett Cole in the offseason. A lot of people believe Garrett Cole is better. I think Garrett he Cole is, is better, better. right now. That, he's a lot better, definitely. But I think Archer might be better uh, for Pittsburgh and for this team. I mean, Garrett Cole did have some good years here, but he never, he, you know, he, he never blossomed
1: like he is in Houston. He had clearly gotten sick of pitching here, uh, pitching in a losing atmosphere, being forced to pitch to contact against the grain of what he felt would work for him. Uh, That said, if they let him pitch the way he wanted, who knows how good he might have been.
0: Oh, absolutely. But I bet he misses chugging Miller lights at Penn's playoff games.
1: I bet he hasn't even broken his stride when it comes to chugging Miller lights. He didn't need hockey to do that. That was just a very handy excuse. You know, I, I love when people say, well, Garrett Cole wanted out of here. You don't want a guy who doesn't want to be here. Let me ask you this. These last couple seasons, how many Pirates do you think really wanted to be here? I mean, when Cutch and Cole both won out, that is all the people need to know. We got Ken and Jeff on hold. Stay on hold. We'll get to you in a moment. I'm Mark Madden,
2: 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. You're kidding
1: me. That's ridiculous. You know what? I'm going to skip right to my original thought and just say this is stupid. You're stupid. Thanks for calling. The X at 105.9. Okay, now at his introductory press conference, Critch Archer said his mom is a Steelers fan. Man, I wish I'd bought stock in ChapStick when I had the chance. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. A lot of amazing tweets about what the Pirates did yesterday by acquiring uh, Archer and Kayla. Uh, Some guy uses five flags as his uh, Twitter handle. I bet he has like a, a, a an emergency shelter under his house in case there's a nuclear bombing or, or or something. He says, taking these pirates' trades to go back to the park is like taking candy to get in the van. I wonder which side of that you're referring from, guy with five flags. I got a bunch of tweets complimenting me In the last couple days, uh, Josh tweets, Mark's criticism of the team's ownership is because he's a Pirates fan and wants the team to do well. Pirates set a precedent by moving good players to free up money and didn't replace them with equal talent. They didn't expect to compete this year. Steve tweets, just because they did something right doesn't take away the truth Double M was throwing down about the Bucks' cheap ownership the last several years. It's gonna take more than this to change my mind about bum ownership, but I was pleasantly surprised yesterday. Devin tweets, all these people laughing at Mark Madden because the pirates finally did what they should always do, try to win. All Yin should be thanking him. His honest criticism of ownership probably helped the cause. He put heat on them from three to six every day. And Elsie tweets shout out to Mark Madden for being the only host in Pittsburgh to light a spark under the Pirates Front Office asses or else the rest of Bucking would have kept drinking the financial flexibility Kool-Aid. I can only echo the sentiments of these people on Twitter and say, yes, I am great. I probably influenced these trades. If it wasn't for me, they would not have been made. And uh, by the way, I, I have put a drop cloth underneath my work area, my my console, my, my chair, my counter, my microphone, because... I am just oozing charisma, and the drop cloth keeps it from ruining the carpet. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, I still haven't recovered from these trades, or that ass Le'Veon Bell was grabbing in that strip club video. And I can't get over, you know, the real thing that you got to look at and I keep giving the players credit. How did the Pirates go from going 14 and 31 over a 45 game stretch to winning 16 out of 20? Think about it. They won 14 out of 45, and then they won 16 out of 20. How do you turn things around that dramatically with the same players? David Fries had 15 RBIs in July, he had two last night. David Fries stinks. Right, he's no good. He's past his prime. If he was a bottle of milk, he'd have curdled. But he has 15 RBIs in July. Polanco and Cervelli home runs last night. Cervelli now a career high in home runs with 10. His pharmacist must be pleased. Uh, it's just an amazing reversal of fortune. Tonight's going to be very interesting on a couple counts. Cole Hamels makes his debut for the Cubs after having been acquired from Texas. I want to see how he does. I've always felt he's mostly overrated. But he's a, a pretty good lefty. Pretty good lefties will get contracts at the yin-yang forever. And then Nick Kingham pitches for Pittsburgh tonight. And After that, I'm assuming, gets sent to Indy. If Nick Kingham can't see the writing on the wall, it's because he just can't read. So uh, an interesting pitching matchup tonight at PNC Park. Let's go now to Jeff and Mars. Jeff, you're on with Double M.
0: Hey, Mark. I'm just making a little bit of a switch here, but I wanted to uh, – I, I have a hard time I'm, – I'm going with the Urban Myers uh, topic. I have a very difficult time grabbing the idea that, that there's a positive correlation between – being a really bad person and not reporting bad
1: things and winning football games. In this case, and, there is. Well, I mean, let's not forget... And, 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 don't give me, no, I mean, him not having reported what his assistant coach did doesn't help win football games, but him having not done that doesn't change the fact he's an ultra-successful football coach. Well, but,
0: but let's not forget that he was also the same coach in Florida when that criminal tight end was down there shooting people on the street and he never reported any of that either
1: well i doubt he witnessed any of that well he didn't witness it just like he didn't witness his coach beating up his wife yeah I, I i think you've taken a good example at ohio state and sullied it with the stupid example from florida i mean he he might have heard rumors about aaron hernandez but he didn't know this thing at ohio, ohio it? state it looks like he knew how is it stupid
0: correlate
1: those two incidences because i I said it is and i'm much smarter than you (laughs) laugh clown laugh anything else yes
0: he he left florida because of a potential mental breakdown
1: why do we think that the no 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 no. he's a a scumbag urban Meyer's a scumbag i don't know what you want me to say beyond that do you think do you think he gets fired I think he should be fired. That's not what he, I asked I think, you. Do you think he'll get fired? Knowing Ohio State, no. Okay, let me ask you this: If 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 you ran a football program and Urban Meyer was your coach and did as well for you as he's done so far in his career, would you fire him? Yes, I would. No, you, would. you wouldn't. I you are that. so full of crap, and you don't know till you're in that situation. I can guarantee you, you would not. I think the system is more important than the person in front of it. Oh, it's so cute when you say that, like it might be true. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Let's go to Ken in Bethel Park. Ken, you're on with Double M.
0: Hey, Mark, glad to hear you're back in form today, man. I, I really was starting to feel sorry for you yesterday. So glad to hear you. Nobody back.
1: should ever feel sorry for me. Oh, well, you were all whining. Well, I'm overworked. Yeah, goodbye. Well, I am overworked. That hasn't changed since yesterday. You know what I did today? I'll tell you what I did today. I think today's show's been pretty good. I prepared about a third as much as I do time-wise. I, uh, this morning, I came in and did the DVE morning show because, let's face it, without me, that shows nothing. I went to finalize the purchase of my refrigerator and washer-dryer combination at Don's Appliances. I came back in, did about an hour of preparation, And I'd done about 45 minutes last night at home. Went home and took a two-hour nap. Well, not a two-hour nap. I was on the treadmill for an hour and then took a nap and then came back and did the show. So I feel better about it. I have to to live up to the the motto I set for myself. uh, Boy, it must be a year ago now. I've worked hard enough, long enough. And I have. Here's a quote from Felipe Vasquez. Now we're getting a guy that pretty much can strike everybody out, so it's going to be crazy. And the Pirates' bullpen had already struck out more batters per nine innings in July than any team in baseball. I mean, Kayla's a strikeout pitcher. Archer's a strikeout pitcher. Here's a question you're not going to like me asking. I'm going to ask it anyway. Given that they now have Archer and Kayla, and the tie-on in Musgrove have proven the organizational philosophy as espoused by Ray Searage to not be that great of an idea. I mean, think about this. When Tyon started trying to strike guys on instead of pitch to contact, he's been much better. Much better. Musgrove pitches that way. He's been very good. You might need a new pitching coach. You know, Ray Searidge did a good job for a while, but his time might have come and gone. I think you need a new pitching coach. If his philosophy isn't working, and the opposite philosophy pointedly is... And you're bringing in guys who pointedly pitch opposite of the local philosophy. I think it's time for Ray series to go. That doesn't mean he hasn't done a good job. It just means you have to do what's necessary to maximize what you got. And Ray series shouldn't be coaching Chris Archer, or Keone Kayla. or it looks like Ty Hunter Musgrove. 4-1-2-3-3-3-9-9-39. I, I got to get this in because I've been say I I actually forgot to mention it. Yesterday. But Antonio Bryant said the Steelers should sign Des Bryant. Why not? What's one more circus act? Now, Des Bryant, here's the local connection. Because the Steelers aren't signing Des Bryant. If if James Washington and Juju Smith-Schuster collided and each lost a limb, they still wouldn't sign Des Bryant. And by the way, you watch, Juju won't have a good season this year. You watch. His mind's everywhere but football. You watch. Anyway, Dez Bryant said Sean Lee helped run him out of Dallas. Sean Lee, the linebacker from Penn State by way of Upper St. Clair High School, where he played for the great Jim Render. What? Yo, Dez, is Sean Lee the GM now in Dallas? And then Sean Lee hit the nail on the head when he said. uh, And Dez got to know this, true because... He's unemployed and apparently unemployable. Sean Lee said that Dez has to take accountability for his own failings and problems. Right on the money. The NFL turns me off a little bit more every day. Richard Sherman said the Dallas Cowboys are like a plantation because Jerry Jones wants everybody to stand for the national anthem. Richard Sherman obviously has zero idea what the plantations were really like the suffering and the hardship, and the slaves were not multimillionaires. There is zero logical comparison to be made there, and you hear it all the time. Plantation this, plantation that, plantation the other thing. That's just stupid and obliterates whatever good point a guy like Richard Sherman might make. Richard Sherman is living proof that you can go to Stanford, one of America's great universities, Living proof you can go to Stanford and still be a jackass. Not to be critical. It's time now to ask Mark anything. 412-333-9939. You know what this show's really been today? It's been real talk. I'm sorry we didn't talk more about the Urban Meyer situation. And perhaps we will tomorrow. And he's a scumbag. Like even, I forget who it was. Somebody, and I hate to put words in this guy's mouth, but a noted College football writer said today. Was it Paul Feinbaum? I don't think so, but somebody like that, right? Said, Urban Meyer's the biggest scumbag who's ever coached college football. They're still not going to fire him because he wins a lot and beats Michigan a lot. Urban Meyer and that assistant coach could have beat the crap out of the assistant coach's wife at the 50-yard line after Ohio State beat Michigan, and everybody would have pretended not to see it. And that's terrible and it's wrong, and it's not how it should work, but it's how it works. It just is. Let me tell you, Ray Rice beating up the wife in the elevator. If there hadn't been a video, he would he would I don't know if it'd still be playing now, but he would have been playing after that happened, for sure. Anyway, ask mark anything, four one two three 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 WXDX now the super genius, Mark Madden. A lot of funny stuff has no taste. Like, for example, this show. Brother, I just wanted to say how funny that was. Now I'm going to cut you off before you can make a joke. The X at 105.9. Las Vegas is posting odds on uh, Greg shiano or Kevin Wilson replacing Urban Meyer at Ohio State. So I guess that's a possibility. Kevin Wilson, isn't he the guy, the, the heavy, bald guy from The Office? That would be kind of a, a, a weird choice. Uh, Urban Meyer uh, being fired is minus 200, not being fired is plus 160. I hope he can hold on till I can get to Vegas on on late Thursday night, late tomorrow night, and get a bet done. By the way, um, I'll be flying Spirit Airlines for the first time. And they don't have first class, but they have airplanes that are outfitted for first class, so they have the big front seat, which is a first class seat. You just don't get first class service. But I'll take on a bunch of booze minis. I'll be fine. With, as long as the big front seat is as big as a first-class seat, which every place I've researched says it is. You know how much it costs to go there, round trip, big front seat nonstop? Under 500 bucks. Whereas if you take that same flight on Delta or American, you have to make a stop, and first class is over 1000 bucks. I mean, I can afford it either way, but but this is, the nonstop is very attractive. Kabali uh, reports that James Washington, Alejandro Villanueva, and Ryan Malik all left Steelers practice today with injuries. Antonio Bryant also sat out with an undisclosed injury. I believe he sprained his ego, which, that's a pretty major injury. Let's go to uh, Steve in Mount Lebanon. Steve. Ask Mark anything, Mark. I heard you talking about the River Meyer
2: thing. It it seems like you kind of took somebody's call and ran away with the premise. Uh, But I don't even know. Those are that's just this coach's ex-wife accusing him of lying. If she just said it, uh, it was not actually proven, and she she never wanted. to. Yeah, I don't care. Goodbye.
1: We didn't talk about it all day. Do we really care what happens with Ohio State football right now? This time of year in Pittsburgh, Urban Meyer's a douche. They won't fire him. I don't think. Maybe they will. And if they do, I won't care about that either. That leaves the line open. 412 333 9939 Ask Mark anything brought to you by Chapino Restaurant and Cigar Bar. It is the city's best seafood and chop on, huh? so check out Chapino in the strip. By the way, I'm so glad to get uh, I'm getting that uh, washer and dryer and refrigerator from Dawn's Appliances. Uh And I need the dryer because on my dryer, when I moved into my house, there was already a refrigerator, dishwasher, washer, and dryer. That was uh, almost 19 years ago. I still have everything but the dishwasher. And they're just not in great shape. Obviously, as you'd expect, they're like 20 years old. But the dryer, the timing mechanism is broken, so I have to like monitor it myself. So when I left the house to come back to work today, I put in a load in the dryer. And, like, it's been on unsupervised for, like, four and a half hours. And it probably won't light the house on fire, but what if it did? So I'll be heading right home after work. Let's go to Jeff and McDonald. Jeff, ask Mark anything.
2: Uh, yeah, how does it feel that Bill Crawford's more talented than you?
1: Well, I'm under- Bill Crawford's really good. Call Bill up and ask how he feels to not make as much money as me. But Bill's very talented. That comes off as a shot at Bill. Bill's really good. And, he, you know, his stand-up stuff, that pays pretty good. But you know what I always say when I compare what I do now to what I did in my wrestling days? I make more than I did when I worked at wrestling, and I never have to catch a flight. I sit on my fat ass behind a microphone every day, never have to catch a flight. That said, inflation-wise, I bet... I bet I'd be making a ton in wrestling right now, but nobody wants me. I remember we had Adam Cole on the show. He's coming back to town with NXT soon, by the way. We're we'll going to get Adam back on the show. Great guy, great performer. I remember we were talking about wrestling on, you know, about me not working. I go, nobody wants me. And he goes, oh, that's not true. Well, here we are. What is it? A couple of years later, it, it's still pretty true. Let's go to Mike and New Can. Mike, ask Mark anything. Mr.
0: Brown, thank you for making my call. Right. My girlfriend's afraid to talk to you. She wants to know, she's a cat lover. She wants to know if you're going to get another cat. I swear uh, to God. Yes,
1: that's, my, my vet, Sean Winnie, has a couple cats in reserve, rescue cats. And after okay. I get back from Las Vegas, I'm going to get either one or two. I've already reserved one, the okay. female. It's a brother-sister combination. If they're both still there, I might take both. Okay, I'll tell her. Thanks, Mark. That way I can have them fight each other for my entertainment. I've also made another uh, big decision. I, I ain't going to work on Maggie's farm no more. What the hell? Uh, let's go to uh, Jay and Cranberry. This is a good question. Jay, ask Mark anything.
0: Mark, how you doing, man?
1: Yeah, how you doing?
0: Good. Hey, you were talking about flying, right? Traveling to Vegas, right? How do you feel about using a restrooms on a plane?
1: Well, I'm not that fat, bro.
2: I didn't say you were.
1: Well, it's kind of implied that, but it's tough for fat people to fit into the bathrooms. I have no trouble with uh, urinating. Number two's a stickier proposition, no pun intended. It's
0: a little more difficult.
1: Yeah, but, but I think number two's pretty tough even for people who aren't as big as me. Don't you agree? I would agree. So, yeah, but it, it's, it's not. You know what I've always wondered about, though? You pay a lot of money to sit in first class, right? Yes. You, you don't know. Uh, shouldn't the first... I do, I do know. Okay, good for you then. Shouldn't the first-class bathroom be a lot bigger than it is?
2: It should be, actually.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that. Why that's not the case? I remember when I flew from L.A. to Australia, and I had to defecate. And the, it was awful. It was awful. If Hacksaw Jim Duggan hadn't given me a Percocet, I don't know what I would have done. Did I say that out loud? I remember, Hacker goes to me, I sat down next to him, he goes, hey, you need anything? (laughs) Not for a while, but later on I did. And then, my God, the stuff flare, well, never mind. Uh, Let's go to Zach on the parkway. Zach, ask Mark anything. Hey,
2: Mark, uh, just wanted to touch base with you to to ask you whether or not what you thought about... um penguins development and you know the startup league for us in the baby penguins is,
1: you know how big of an impact Sullivan had with yeah we'll talk about that head. some other time let's go to Dave I mean that that's a hawk ho- a serious hockey question out of the clear blue sky at the end of ask mark anything Mike Sullivan's a great coach let's leave it at that for now Dave in Bridgeville ask mark anything
0: hey double one just wanted to know where you rate Stevie Ray Vaughn and, and your guitar player list
1: Uh, He's right up there. I mean, I wouldn't put him top 10. I might put him top 20. Now, I I will say, I'm not the biggest fan of his style of music. He's really good. He's one of those guys I have all the respect for. I never saw him, and if he were alive now, I wouldn't. I think he's real good.
0: Sounds good.
1: I'll give you an example. I think Billy Gibbons is much better at what both he and Stevie Ray Vaughan do. I think Billy Gibbons' work was much more accessible. Stevie did that Texas blues stuff really on a pure level, but it didn't like I, I like Billy Gibbons at that genre better. Oh wait, here's one. Let's take this one more. Berserker on the road. Berserker. Ask Mark anything.
2: Double M, big fan, big fan. Hey, if, if you were to get into a fist fight with either Sheldon Ingram or Andrew
0: stalky who do you think would be the easier uh, battle?
1: How could you even ask
0: that? I mean, Andrew Stocky's a nice guy. He might have a lot of anger in him.
1: No, and but Sheldon Ingram, I think, could kill just about anybody. Agreed. I'm scared to death of Sheldon Ingram. I, I kick Stalky's ass all over the place. No question. Fair enough. What other What other news media do you think I? Well, here's the thing. I think I could beat a lot of news media in a fight, but I think I'd have a heart attack in the middle of it. What about uh, What about Bob Mayo? I don't even know who that is. Who's he with? WTE. Bob Mayo. I'd I'd like to put him in a sandwich, not not fight him.